This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Welcome to Men Talk on Plains FM 96.9. I'm Ian Ferguson, coordinator of International Men's Day New Zealand. Today we're talking with Lads Without Labels. They're back. G'day. They've got news. <laughs> oh, Sam's back. And we've got Stacey here as well. Yeah. G'day, guys. My name's Sam Watkins, and uh, I'm the president of Lads Without Labels for this year. And I've got Stacey here with me. Stacey? Um, I'm Stacey Williams, and I am the treasurer for Lads Without Labels this year. And because people did probably haven't listened to the, the last show, um, what is Lads Without Labels? So, yeah, I'll, I'll give you the spiel about who, who we are and what we do. So um, we're a men's mental health charity uh, operating out of the University of Canterbury. So we um, desire to create safe and positive environments um, where we kind of take small but uh, powerful steps forward and breaking down the stigma and uh, changing the conversation towards men's mental health. And um, we do a range of initiatives which try to achieve that. We are in our second year of formation uh, this year. So since we last met, there's been a lot um, kind of developing and a lot of new initiatives uh, we have um, in the year ahead especially. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure there's a lot to talk about there. Yeah. Uh, Stacey, what what do you think? Well, Stacey, <laughs> you're, you're, you're not a lad. <laughs> no, um, well, the, oh, I'm a lady. <laughs> we say uh, me, the lads without labels primarily try to look after the well-being of all UC students um, with a special focus on men. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're all aware of the stats around men's mental health and especially men's suicide, mm. how I think the current stats, 74% or 73% of them, um, all suicides are male. Um, and we all have men we care about. So um, you know, men's mental health is an issue in today's society that uh, needs to be um, addressed and men need to be cared for, so, especially on campus. Mm. And so, so you decided to get involved? Yeah, I think um, us ladies are also affected by men's mental health. A lot of us um, know people and men that are affected by it and we know people who have lost their lives to it and I think it's important for us ladies to understand that we also need to be a part of the change as well, not only for our own mental health but for men as well. Like If we don't speak up, then nothing's going to change. It's all all interrelated, isn't it? You can't kind of silo it off. (laughs) Takes all sides to win a battle in a way, to win this battle. Last time I remember you had an event with a psychologist and he was talking about good things to do for your mental health or something along those lines and that went well. Yeah, yeah so I'll elaborate on that. Last year, I think it was around right the, the day before we went into level four lockdown actually, or level <laughs> three lockdown, um, we had an event with a registered clinical psychologist uh, from the Umbrella Group. So they sponsored an event in which he came and talked to um, a bunch of 45 or 50 guys um, and kind of just gave them the rundown on how to care for themselves and 
what's okay and it's okay not to be okay. So he provided them with tips and, and tricks and tried, I suppose, to equip um, the guys with um, how to care for themselves in the correct, mm. in the correct manner. So that was hugely successful, and we, we're still working with them um, today. Umbrella are a great group of people, and um, having good people on board is, is what definitely what we try to do. Um, so, yeah, uh, that was a really uh, good event, and we look to do um, events like that in the future. We've got a lot of events like, um, like that coming up, really. Were there about 50 people at that? Yeah, so the night's all 50 people, um, most of them men, um, but uh, we had food, and um, Dougal spoke for um, half an hour. So, mm. and um, it's really good just to see um, our community come together for the first time. Um, and when we first launched the charity, um, there was an overwhelming uh, amount of support, and um, our presence online grew, and we had a, we were a strong force. And um, it was really good to see our community. Um, come together in a physical location. Mm, um, mm. Kind of and, put, and then the lockdown hit. <laughs> and then the lockdown hit. And that was uh, definitely through a spanner in the works. And I, um, I think you were saying last time that you were doing a lot on Facebook and social media. Yeah, well, that was the only way you could do anything. Uh, and for us, it was an important time because lockdown, um, particularly for men, um, put a lot of pressures on everything in terms of mental health and uh, even when it comes to like, expectations and... Uh, it was just very difficult, very difficult time. So we felt that we still had to, you know, carry on, even though um, our team was finding it difficult as well. Yeah. That's, I remember seeing on social media you did the Days in the Lives, eh? Yeah. They yes, were so, really cool. So what we did is we all shared just um, our story of how our days looked like. We mm. felt that throughout lockdown you go on social media and, everyone would be preaching about their workout routine they just did <laughs> at 4am that morning and now they're going for a run and eating smoothies and yeah. Lockdown is great. I'm doing all the stuff yeah. I always wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but in reality, 90% of people um, didn't live you know, their lives like that mm-hmm. and you only ever saw the snippets of people's good days. Mm-hmm. And um, reality was... Most of the time, they themselves would have been sitting on the couch, but they didn't show that. Yeah. And so we set out to show the real side of life and try and normalise um, people's expectations because that led to a really toxic environment where people uh, felt like their situation was worse off or they were particularly unfortunate. So we tried to set out to change that perspective. Cool, cool. And Stacey, what... Is there anything that's stuck out to you over the last year or so that um, Lads Without Labels has done? Um, I wasn't on the exec last year, so it was kind of kind of nice coming from being like a part of the club, like a mm. just a member, to then becoming part of the exec because I don't think I realised how much time and effort these guys put in. Like, <laughs> it is crazy. <laughs> like, Thanks. They, honestly, that Sam does not have a spare minute to himself. Like, and thinking... Me, like, I would go to an event and I would be like, oh, this is cool. But then mm. when you're a part of it, you actually see how hectic it is behind the scenes and you mm. see how much this team, like, we're a great team. We all get on so well and everybody's so good. And I think it's just really nice to be a part of a club that is actually doing something good. <laughs> so, and how, how many people are on the team? 
feel like eight, we have eight, eight, eight of us. this year. But yeah. we're looking to expand next year, which is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's there's no kind of one thing that stuck out, but it was just the, <laughs> the, just the, the amount of admin that <laughs> goes into it. It's yeah. a lot of work, but it's um, works easily done when it's good work. Mm-hmm. What's some of the things you've you've done since I spoke since to you last? We, oh, there's there's a lot. <laughs> um, we could be here all night, but uh, I suppose uh, the key thing uh, that we did after that in 2021 is that we had something called Project 72. So I'm not sure if you're aware, but Christchurch had. Um, Ben Atkinson, he mm. did something a while ago, say five years ago. It was post the earthquakes where he set up a space in um, Christchurch Square, the mm. Cathedral Square there, and he just kind of operated a wee space where um, men or anyone could come down and just and just talk. But he did it for 72 hours for the 72% of uh, suicide in New Zealand, being mm. male. Um and he's uh, followed that on and he has a full career in um, wellbeing support, um, I think, for uh, convicts now, for mm-hmm. ex-convicts. So uh, he does amazing things in that space. So we had him come talk uh, last year at an event, one of the mm-hmm. touching base events we we hold. Um, so he came and talked to us there and we took his advice and we th- did something very similar um, near the end of last year on campus where we just provided a space for people to relax and um, people to chill out and where we could kind of take steps to normalise that conversation and um, further improve the state of wellbeing to UC. Uh, That was the end of 2021. Mm -hmm. And then I suppose the executive team had a full reshift um, and changeover from um, last year and we have an, almost an entirely new executive team. Yes. So we had the foundations to really be something quite unique and build on on, on um, the following we had from last year and this year has um, been taking the right steps to do that. Uh, the first big project we did was called The Artist Collective. We had three artists from Christchurch we had them design a back print for a T-shirt. Actually, I'm wearing the T-shirt now. <laughs> I could describe it. I'm no artist, but I could it's, describe it. It's okay. It. We're, we're all wearing clothes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, we had them design T-shirts uh, that kind of tried to capture uh, what mental health meant for them. So the T-shirt I'm wearing now, she drew. I'll, I'll show you. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let, let me turn around. I'll describe it to, to people. This is my first time looking at this at this T-shirt. There's there's a a, a bearded man on a surfboard. There, he's surfing on a wave, green and dark green. And and then the text underneath says, "Find yeah. your Stoke." Mm-hmm. So our amazing artist Kyla, she's a Christchurch local, and she decided to support Summer Longboarders um, mm-hmm. initiative. They do surfable. So that provides um, the less fortunate uh, people in, amongst our community the opportunity to surf, a, mm-hmm. kind of a supported surfing experience out in Sumner there um, once a year. So that was um, our initiative kind of aimed to be able to provide wellbeing care for all in our community, and I think we did, did just that. We supported three charities, uh, another one being uh, the White Room Christchurch, which... Um, 
gave the opportunity for the less fortunate to express themselves through um, art mm-hmm. and um, kind of host workshops and art workshops um, here and there. So that was the other one. And then the third one was Qtopia um, New Zealand, which is a um, queer support network, um, and they do amazing work um, across the country. We raised $2,400 in total for those um, small initiatives, Brilliant. which um, are going to go a long way in helping them do their programs. So, yeah, it was an awesome thing to be a part of. Mm-hmm. It's really rewarding, and um, it's great to be able to give back to some of the communities that sometimes go unnoticed, yeah. and um, we forget well-being is for everyone. Do you have a T-shirt, Stacey? I've got one on. Is it got the different? Ca- the yeah. pink one. Do you want to show us the back? You, you can describe it <laughs> again. Man. Right, so it's, it's definitely pink. Yeah. yeah. So there's a, uh, oh, it's hard to see because there's all the wrinkles. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pink square with a photograph of, of... young people dancing in okay. Cathedral Square. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Gosh, one of my faves. Yeah. They're all cool, though. So we sold them for $30 each with all the proceeds going to the charity. Um yeah, it, it did it did amazingly a month. We had 180 t-shirts sold. Nice. So hopefully we're looking to do that again next year with um, more um, charities and communities. If you're listening and have <laughs> have a charity that you would like supporting and uh, would like to be recognised, reach out to us. The best way to contact us is either through our Facebook or Instagram at Lives Without Labels. Um, just search us up on socials and you'll be able to find us or email through at hello at lazartlabels.org. What was the other T-shirt? There's one more. You did three T-shirts. I've seen two of them. There's there's only two of us here, so we can't. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'm wearing the other one. (laughs) So the the other one was, um, I'll try to capture it, it was three masks, um, all with different emotions, Mm -hmm. and it was um, a blue, red, and yellow um, colour palette, and it kind of captured um, the different uh, sides to well-being. You know, you can be happy but sad at the same time, and no one really mm. um, can understand what's going on. So um, Aaron Kong designed that one, and he was supporting Qtopia. So we're looking to revamp that next year and build on the success we had this year from it. We um, found that we shared some of the messages from these charities much wider and further than we um, mm. thought initially possible. So it uh, would be really cool to do that again in 2022. Sam's doing a lot of talking, so I wanted to talk to you <laughs> for I hope, I hope I'm not taking the spotlight. <laughs> Last year, the club did some kind of, there was, what's the university have where all the clubs come together and clubs. advertise themselves? I guess that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, were you around the, the club's day this year? Yeah. And yeah. and. Were you were you on the table? Did, did yeah. people come up and say hello? And, yeah. And what was that like? Yeah, we had a little table and um, we had stickers that we handed out to everyone. And we, I feel like our our kind of club show may have been a little bit different to other clubs. We kind of just had a yarn with people, um, talked to them about our initiatives and our kind of ideas for the year, and just saw if they were interested. And I found that that worked a lot better, um, especially because we. Our main thing is staying true to our message the entire time, and I feel like that's what that did. Is we mm. got to ha- have an open and honest communi- conversation with somebody, and I feel like that 
just gave us a little bit more insight to them and them to us mm. rather than just kind of being like, pay $10 and sign up to a club. Not that that's bad, but, but that's, that's not kind us. Of- that's kind of the purpose of of the clubs day for the other clubs is to right. is to get members, but but you're more about showing people what you do rather than mm-hmm. than a membership drive. Exactly. Oh, completely. Mm-hmm. It, it does wonders for um, spreading the message through having the conversation. Yeah. So it's great to just meet the UC community and mm-hmm. um, kind of encourage a conversation across across yeah. campus even more. And I think how many people didn't know what we were about. Like they mm. saw our kind of logo and they're like, oh, what? like, what are you about? We had like mm. a lot of questions, like, and that kind of started the conversation as well. And we got a lot of people that maybe wouldn't have necessarily signed up if we hadn't have been as warm and like open. Mm. Mm. So how, how many members do you, do? how many people Gosh. signed up? 440 so far, but still growing yeah. every year. Yeah. So that we do it on a yearly rotation. Mm-hmm. So every mm. year is new. Mm. Last year we had, we reached over 500 but that grows throughout the year. Yeah. And and the events are for just you for members for everyone for everyone. Yeah, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just ha- it's helpful to have um, people sign up to be members so we can mm-hmm. communicate with them and tell them and let them know when events are on. So the club stay was good. So it was, it was really good. It was good. Yeah, we've got another one coming up. If you are around the university scene, we'll be out there. Um, so what kind of feedback are you getting from from people and the members and, you know, are they, are they saying, oh, I wish I never joined this yeah. stupid event? <laughs> I hope not. No. Yeah, I was going to say, I hope not. Because <laughs> <laughs> last time it was really positive. So what's yeah. it been like this This Seems to be the same from what I've heard. Um, so she, the artist collective, like we found once we'd, because we kind of sold them and then handed them out on campus. I was there most of the day mm-hmm. handing them out and I had a lot of people come up and be like, oh, can I buy one? Like, where can I get them? I'm like, oh, sorry, <laughs> you had two weeks. Like, <laughs> you can try again next time. But um, I've only heard good things. Hmm. I mean, they're probably not going to, like, tell me to my yeah. face if we're, like, not doing a great job. But, yeah, everything I've heard has been really positive and um, I think we're moving in, in the right direction so far. Yeah, I haven't heard yeah, anything. I, I agree. I yeah. agree. <laughs> we are moving in the right direction. Yeah. <laughs> Can you think of any? Is there any one person in particular you can call? Don't mention them, but you can sort of think oh, that that person kind of sticks out. That we did something good for that person. Mm. Right. I don't know if a particular person. I feel like it's like more groups, right? Mm. Like the charities, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like they were so thankful. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I can see that what we've done is such a good thing, and what we're doing is such a good thing. But I, I don't think I can really stick out and say like. I've seen one person that's kind of yeah, yeah. come up to me yeah. and said anything. I don't know about you, but yeah, we're, we're in, our charity isn't, um, I suppose, a professional help service, so mm-hmm. we don't see the um, necessarily right. see that I've helped this yeah. person. Yeah. Um, but we are just taking steps to change that conversation mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. encourage it. Mm-hmm. So indirectly, um, we we hope that we've. Mm-hmm. Kind of open some people's eyes up to have that initial conversation and get that help they needed. Mm-hmm. So um, we may never we may may never see the direct result of right. the work we're doing. Yeah, um, but that doesn't deter me at all. So mm. we will keep doing what we what we're doing and, and, hope, and hope it's working. And so the the if if nothing else, uh, the the club's good for your mental health. Oh, without a doubt. It, um, there's nothing quite like 
clears the mentals and helping others. So, yeah, it's great to just um, kind of be able to, to give back and to help others in the space. Mm. Yeah. Is the same for you, Stacey? Yeah. I think all of our conversations are really um, insightful and I think that's what I love about this club is we never – we never deter and we never we never do something just for money or we never, mm. never do something just because we get clout. Like, we do it because that's what we're passionate about. And I think it's so, like, rewarding being in a room with people who are all passionate about the same thing and passionate mm. for the mm. same cause. Like, again, as Sam said, it can never be a negative thing. Mm. Yeah. Our meetings go smoothly. (laughs) (laughs) No politics and drama. No, surprisingly not. It's not not going to be a reality TV show anytime soon. (laughs) Everyone wants to be there, weirdly. Yeah, it'll be a pretty boring show. (laughs) Today, everything went well. (laughs) Next week, will it go well again? Yeah, Yeah, that's a very good point. (laughs) That's an easy team to lead in that regard. So, so what's what's coming up? What's coming up? Um, we are really fortunate to have um, so a few big events coming up. So, the two that come to mind are Cocktails for Change and the Ugly Boys Running Club. So, Cocktails for Change uh, is going to be an event at the University of Canterbury, which will see um, just over three hundred people attend, and with to hear our guest speakers, Steve Hansen and Jazz Thornton, um, speak about what um, their kind of their personal journey um, with mental health. So, Steve Hansen, as I'm sure a lot of people know, but uh, is the ex coach of the All Blacks, and Jazz Thornton um, has had an incredible story uh, with mental health personally, and um, for all her work she has done in the space and. Through Voices of Hope specifically, um, she's received Young New Zealander of the Year Award for 2021. So it'll be great to hear uh, their uh, story in more detail and I suppose um, bring a new perspective um, as well, especially with Steve, um, on um, what mental health um, should mean. And I think uh, more than anything else, sharing their stories um, will go a long way towards normalising the conversation, mm-hmm. especially in the students' eyes. That's what um, our night is all about there. So mm-hmm. it will be a fancy dress-up and oh, um, nice. kind of a Black nice, tie. Yeah. So, kinda. And a fundraiser where um, all the funds we're looking at putting back into wellbeing at, at UC, of course, and we're looking at ways of doing that um, currently, and we've kind of got to the point where we're thinking of uh, implementing a welfare team or a, a physical space as well as a virtual communication um, network to which um, students can reach into to get help by UC students mm-hmm. um, uh, and get the right help the first time. Cool, cool. So there'll be a student-led and student-led and for student initiative. Brilliant. So, right. yeah, it's um, well, pretty cool. We're, we're getting up to the break time, so <laughs> let's have a break. This is Heartbeats by The Knife.
you're listening to Men Talk on Plains FM 96.9. I'm here talking with uh, Sam and Stacey from Lads Without Labels. And prior to the break, uh, we were talking about upcoming events. And Stacey is going to tell us about the Ugly Boys. Yeah. Um, Ugly Boys Running Club is a new initiative, and it's a bunch of boys at UC getting together and training as a team for the Queenstown Marathon. Um, and they pretty much are going to be doing camps and workouts and circuits and training and getting together and then celebrating it with a marathon at the end. Um, it's been really cool to watch come together, actually. Um, we've found that the boys are being really accountable to each other. Mm. Like they're all kind of, it's become more about camaraderie than being the fittest or because none of them are, um, marathon mm. runners like that that's kind of hence the name right. um but they're all just giving it their best shot and working together as a team and a crew and it's so cool to watch but yeah that, yeah, that, yeah that sounds really good and yeah. so it's it's not a bunch of gym bros <laughs> no. just... i'm a part of the club and i'm yeah. not for those who can't see me i'm no gym bro so. <laughs> no gym bro <laughs> no it's a bunch of normal boys yeah, 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 that sounds and... good. Um, actually, that reminds me, I, I saw a, um, a, a psychologist on, I think he made a post on Twitter, and he was saying, he was saying um, uh, one of the best things um, you guys especially can do for the, for the mental health is lift weights. Because, oh, really? uh, um, because you can see progress reasonably quickly, mm. and, then, and then you get in, oh, okay, I can make progress, I can make a change in my life. You know, mm. this I've managed to do, you know, gain a little bit mm. of muscle. Yeah. Um, and then that, you know, that triggers a, a, uh, a change in mindset. So I wonder, do you think there's something similar with the, with the running club? I think so. I think not only they'll get fitter and stronger and, you know, faster, but I also think them as a crew will be stronger and they'll keep, I hope that the, well, we hope that the conversation will then just begin so that after you can still mm. check in on each other and make mm. sure you're all good and and obviously during as well. But I, th- I honestly think that's what it's all about. It's just a bunch of boys at UC coming together and talking about mental health and starting the conversation, which is mm. the entire yeah. purpose of our club. Yeah, exactly. I think um, the majority of the group are in their last year at uni and um, I could probably speak on their behalf, but <laughs> I suppose we've all kind of neglected our physical health mm. and in a way um, neglected our mental health as well because a great tool to have in your arsenal um, is physical activity mm. and supporting your uh, your mental health and well-being. So um, by encouraging these boys to all commit to something, uh, the Queenstown Marathon, um, we're kind of shining a new light on how physical activity can be used for that purpose. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's poised to be really cool. We are, Our major partners are Lululemon and um, Spates and Movember. So we'll be fundraising um, for Movember, um, mm-hmm. specifically for their mental health um, awareness yep. initiatives that they do. So um, the that will kick off on the twentieth of July, um, and it will be a twenty-four week training program for the boys. And you can follow along and watch 
their progress and their updates. We'll have be doing boot camps and um, charity fun runs and uh, might make pies one day. <laughs> we'll be fundraising and creating awareness in what we do. So, yeah. And so when's, when's the Queenstown Marathon? It's on the 20th of November. So November. It's the day after International Wednesday. It is. It yeah. is. I got I got the plug in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's a great timing. Great timing. Mm-hmm. And of course, um Movember and yeah. we'll be all yeah. growing um mustaches <laughs> accordingly. So so um the Ugly Boys Running Club will be Ugly no longer. They were supporting, sporting, yeah. beautiful, luxurious moustaches. Yeah. Some of the boys' faces. I don't know. <laughs> Some of them don't have the moustache growing. Be genes. included. Be included. <laughs> no, we. Um, I suppose the name Ugly is uh, comes from. We're all about running ugly. Uh, we're running for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. It's not about getting out there and running the fastest time and going injury-free and just being some amazing runner. Mm. Um, that's not what the boys running in the group are all about. Mm. We're running for the right reasons. We're getting out there because we can and because it's a great tool to have to relieve stress, mm. to ease pain, to um, you know, care for yourself. Mm. So yeah. ugly in that sense. No. Ugly in the sense there's no barrier to entry. Yeah. You don't need no. fancy lycra You're running, running for the right shorts reasons. or something. Of course. Of course. Can if you fun. want. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no judgment. <laughs> I will not be in lycra, but no judgment. <laughs> no judgment. Oh, I'm not going to give anyone fashion advice. Neither. <laughs> Neither. No, so that's a really cool thing we're doing. We're really looking forward to it. We're doing... Uh, touching base event, which uh, we're doing with the Christchurch District Health Board Advisory Council. Long oh, name. That, that sounds very long name. Bureaucratic. <laughs> no, they, they're um, so they're all uh, people within the ages of eighteen to twenty-four. So um, kind of our age range. Mm-hmm. So they're um, almost they're not independent of the Christchurch, the CDHB, but um, they operate kind of under their umbrella with and care for the well-being and health of uh, the youth in Christchurch. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at doing an event with them and um, probably centred around men's health as well, get someone in to speak. Um, what else are we doing? We're doing a workshop on the effects of pornography mm-hmm. on um, mental health. We are doing that with the UCSA, mm-hmm. the Student Association at UC. We, yeah, there's a, there's there's a, lot, a lot of things we're doing. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, if people people want to find out, yeah. there's, there's the the Facebook and Instagram and yeah, um, yep. We post everything we do on there and uh, let people know what we're up to regularly. Yeah. And how's the um, social media stuff going? That was kind of essential during lockdown. Mm. Is it still ticking away? It's growing heaps. Mm. Heaps, especially I found, especially in the Artist Collective, a lot of people tuned in, especially from the three charities. I think that growth helped us as well as it helped them. Like mm, a lot mm. of those people, when they came and got the shirts, they're like, oh, my son kind of does the um, surfable. And mm. I think I think we're getting like, like stronger and more followers by the day. Mm. We just keep make sure we keep posting stuff that's relevant 
to us, which is, again, big. Yeah. We don't want to just post something to post it. Mm. Um, I think we're getting heaps more heaps more yeah. followers and stuff. We've had our vice president recently share his, his yeah. journey with mental health. Um, yeah. Which, yeah, the st- small but powerful leaps forward, mm-hmm. really, um, mm-hmm. in changing that conversation amongst you, see. Mm-hmm. The more you see it, the more students um, become accustomed to reaching out for help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So there's uh, always more work that we can be doing, of course, and um, we always look for new ways to promote what we're doing. Mm-hmm. But um, the... Uh... The, the first thing is to look after your own mental health, isn't oh, of it? Course. You, for you guys on the executive team. Yeah, we find that our team, um, there's always something we can be doing. Sometimes we just need to stand back and I probably need to stand back. Okay. But, um, yeah. Take a breather. Yeah, take a breather. Make sure you're in the right headspace and not getting overwhelmed. Yeah. Yes. All right, so the question that we ask everyone is kind of the, the last end question is, if you had a magic question, <laughs> To make the world a better place, what would you wish for? Take um, it away, Stacey. <laughs> <laughs> she's done, she's prepared. She's prepared for this type of question. I, I this know. is the one question that I thought about. Oh, um, in the mental health game, my wish would be that every single person in the entire world understood mental health, because I feel like a lot of a lot of problems that I've dealt with and my friends have dealt with and my family is just that people just don't understand because of lack of knowledge or lack of education or um, it's not in the curriculums as much as it should be. Um, But I honestly believe if every single person in the world had an understanding of mental health and what it means to be affected by mental health, whether personally or through somebody else, then I think a lot of the problems would dwindle down a little bit. Like we'd all still have the mental health problems, but I think everybody would be a lot more understanding. Um, So, so like people kind of understand what to do if they they get a cold or a flu, right? Exactly. Um, and so, you know, take a couple of days off work. Yeah. You know, cup of soup. Yeah. Um, but people aren't so people don't really understand what to do. You know, if they're feeling anxious or, yeah. or overwhelmed or exactly. And so that's the kind of stuff you're talking about. Is yeah. so people understand? Go, oh, okay, I know what this is. I know yeah. how to deal with it. Yeah. That kind of thing. And I think the supporters as well. I think if friends and family understand as well, if they can see the warning signs of if someone's locked themselves away or they aren't as chirpy mm, as normal, mm. understanding how to check in without being aggressive or mm. understanding that they need to be checked in on and they need to be looked after and pulled out of or helped, like given advice to go to the right channels and understand that's not all on you. But yeah, there's just not enough educational knowledge around it. And that's that would be my wish, I think. Excellent. I like it. Thanks. I, I, uh, I don't want to choose a best wish or anything, but you're doing I like it. No pressure. No pressure. I just thought just of mine too. On, on, a, on a side note, completely irrelevant, yeah. um, I, uh, I've done some work as a photographer and I took the photos at the med school ball way back in mm-hmm. 2012 and I played, a, I played a game where I had to pick the doctors and the, and the dates. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's quite fun. Because like, I'd come into that, they had the formal backdrop and stuff and, yeah, and yeah. i come in and go, okay, you're the doctor and you're the date. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and of course, they, could confuse, they, they threw one at me I wasn't expecting. They were both doctors. Oh. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, it's so, But um, Good fun. 
<laughs> so that was my success rate was was pretty low on that to be honest. But oh, well. Stacey will have this one, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, but I suppose uh, my um, one wish, if I if it can magically come true, is uh, I suppose developing on what Stacey said. Um, people would view mental health issues and well-being related issues um, as any other issue. Um, we have, everyone goes through uh, life and has hiccups. And just like, um, you know, I, I could sprain an ankle tomorrow mm. and know I need to go to the physio. Um, someone could have a problem in their life um, happen that uh, could cause, you know, damage um, far beyond what they could conceptualise then and there. But be able, having them be able to recognise that and understand the solution is to get help, mm. just like you would go um, to a doctor to get a checkup, or just like you would go to an optometrist to get your eyes checked. Mm. Um, it is okay to go to a counsellor just to get, to get checked. Mm. Um, and you do not have to be in crisis to do that. Mm. Um, just like, yeah, just like you go to your GP to update things. Um, people should go to counsellors just to update to mm. update their well-being and um, run it over with someone um, how they're doing, even if nothing's wrong. Mm -mm. Um, I, I think um, that should change. I, I have a psychiatrist I see about once a year. Yeah. Um, been doing it for years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm feeling old now. Um and most of the time it's just pop and say, hello, everything's going okay. We don't need to adjust the medication. Yeah. But, you know, a couple of times it's been like, okay, <laughs> something's going on now. Yeah. Um, but most of the time it's just a check-in and um, I find that really helpful just to have a connection with someone who exactly. if things I do get a bit topsy-turvy, I, I can go, oh, okay, I can go and see them. Mm. Um, especially with psychiatrists, because if you want to go and see a psychiatrist straight off the bat, there's waiting lists and mm. all course. kinds of stuff. But so, um, backing you up on your yeah, on your yeah. idea. No, it's um, definitely something I think needs to be changed, and especially in the mental health world, um, issues and problems that arise can lead to a quick spiral downwards mm -hmm. um, if not checked in on. Um, especially for men, um, a lot of men um, just want to ignore it. They just want to pretend it doesn't it didn't exist. Um, but we all know that that never works. Burying something um, deep inside you um, just to move on with things. Um, it may be a temporary fix, but it will come right back up. So if we, we can combine these two together, yes. can't we? I don't have to pick one. It's kind of the same the same way. So we press the button and and people have a better understanding and treat it like any other kind of little hiccup or problem. Yeah. Yep, that's exactly it. Excellent. Well, thank you both very much for coming in. That's all right. Thank it's you awesome. for having us. Yeah. And, and thank you for all the stuff you're doing. Um, hey, no, thank you. <laughs> don't thank us yeah. we're here for everyone and um, we love doing that So, mm -hmm. once again Lads Without Labels on Facebook and Instagram if you want to get in touch yep, yep. and our email address is hello at ladsoutlabels.org so feel free to reach out and we'll be happy to help in any way shape or form brilliant I
Never change.